0: Hey, it's Delvin. You might know me as the Dark Web from the Longbox Crusade. Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about what you're going to be listening to. This has come out to play. It's a New Warriors podcast based on the 1990s series, The New Warriors. The New Warriors ran 75 issues. And Jared, you might know him as Death Probe, possibly the yard sale Artist. Jared and I are covering all 75 of these issues and we're doing it on YouTube channel. Since we have an awesome DJ in Pat Sampson, aka DJ Cristados, he's gonna take these and he's gonna strip the audio from the YouTube recordings that we do every second Tuesday of the month, by the way, if you wanna listen there. He's gonna take those recordings and he's gonna just give you the audio recording. So if you're a little bit busy like most people are from time to time, You have an extra opportunity to be able to just listen to the audio. So a little bit of a warning. It's going to be a little bit rough as, you know, some of the things are going to be comments and stuff that happened right in that moment. But you still get to listen to some New Warriors goodness. Have fun and remember, New Warriors come out to play. Play A New Warriors Podcast is streamed live in front of an internet
1: audience. You can join in on the live stream and chat every second Tuesday of the month on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search for and follow Lombok's
0: Crusade. Hey, hello! Oh, all right, I have,
1: yeah. I, I don't have. Uh...
0: <laughs> Here we go, J- J- Jared. I mean, we have done this show. <laughs> Just go roll it. New warriors come out to
1: play. <laughs> there
0: we go. We came <laughs> together.
1: I was scrambling.
0: It, it, it all. It always seems to, and we always seem to scramble. <laughs> yeah. You think I could predict it by now, but... Oh, my goodness. Oh, uh, our live audience and people eventually listening to this on podcast land, if you knew the shenanigans that went on (laughs) behind the scenes to get this show on the air, like, you you may or may not, like, you, you might just... Stick around, like, how, how could they even put on a halfway credible show? Or, like, no, the show is exactly what
1: <laughs> There I was uh, some partial nudity involved, um, uh, shenanigans, tomfoolery.
0: Yep, um, absolutely. Um, hijinks. You, hijinks, you also. hijinks. Yes. yes. <laughs> Definitely some hijinks. Hey, uh,
1: comic uh, foil.
0: You know, possibly uh, use of the um, James Bond tiktok video that we have repeated over
1: <laughs> Are we over legit yet? need to get that guy on her Manishly secret podcast i think i'm legit gonna reach out to him see we do we do <laughs>
0: <laughs> surprise <laughs> not really a barber <laughs> oh, hey back and blow your effing head off <laughs> oh, okay i yeah. i i i'm, yeah, I'm I, gonna edit it i can't i can't say uh, everything the guy said, but that, that was a, a classic clip there. No <laughs> doubt about it. I guess I should get started with the show, right? That's the thing I should do. I guess. All right. In case you're new to the show, welcome. Come play with us as we talk about Marvel Comics, The New Warriors. I'm going to introduce my Warriors in Arms, my compadre, my longtime friend, the Nova, to my Night Thrasher. His name is Jared Albrecht. Some call him the Arsalis, some call him Death Probe. Uh, some call them no no that's me they call me Pimp Destro, uh, no, mm. so, uh, so yeah. yeah uh, what other nicknames do you have Jared Sizzle Chest some call them Sizzle, Sizzle Chest that's a classic yeah <laughs> yep, <laughs> oh. some some call them, some call them J Bone there's J-Bone, there's that That's school yeah yeah J Bone for a while I'm I, I am proving my friendship <laughs> bona fides here you so, are yeah. you are going back in
1: the Rolodex and nicknames <laughs> <laughs> oh well man it's good to be back. Um Nothing too exciting going on right now. Um, just a lot of the, the usual. Just got back from Montgomery last night. I, I go up there to the comic shop that I sell eBay for, and I load up, bring it back here, and I list eBay all week. And and uh, so I got back last night, and Delvin was like, "Hey man, uh, can you make me a thumbnail for the thing?" Because I make thumbnails for all the thumbnails for the network, and this is the one show that I can never remember to get ahead on. <laughs> Like he has to ask me the night before because he's getting ready to do the tweet. And he's like, Hey man. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> I'm like, I can never remember this one. So it's just, it's really par for the course for how well we prepare for this show. Uh, but now it is time for me to do my diligence and ask Delvin. I have to bring a question to every show. And I've got a very, very good question for Delvin okay. on this one. And I wanted to do it in this very, very public forum just to see how it would go in this public forum. Okay. Um, we are coming to you from Streamyard, which uh, I I uh, do I
0: already know where this is going. <laughs> I carry I the know. annual
1: Streamyard bill on my credit card, and then uh, Delvin reimburses me with the uh, via the uh, PayPal. Uh, Delvin, can I get the the two hundred dollars for the
0: annual Streamyard bill, please, sir? Absolutely, you can. All you have to do is text me. No, just just go ahead and pick your phone up and send sure, it. Like we have transactions, you're like, like so. Since, only since he brought it up, there, there is this, uh, quite long running bit at this point, like the finances of the long box crusade, uh, are taken care of in, you know, the secure vault of my PayPal account. And so Jared, who does a lot of the dealing with the show has to come to me and ask me, you know, Hey, can I get this money for this purchase or whatever? And literally Every single time Every single I time. find a new way to give him crap about it.
1: <laughs> and he won't click send on the money until he gets his whatever joke he needs out of his system.
0: And I am I sit I sit there because Jared has his read receipts on. I sit there and I wait until it says send or like that he's read it. And then I like, okay, I'll go ahead and click on it. <laughs> it's just Behind my little piece of player. So just go ahead and
1: send me that $200 right there, if you would, uh, in front of our studio audience, and we can pour go. I,
0: I, I, I will. Just wait on the text, man. Just. Uh, text. All right. Backfired. <laughs> By the way, uh Kathy mentioned one, not, not High-A-Link, which just happened, an uh, old nickname, or, or which would be Hot Nuts. Hot how Nuts. Get, yeah, we forgot how do we forget Hot
1: Nuts? Uh, it's, we're off. We're always off one beat or a half a beat when we do this show.
0: That's true. Anybody here want to buy my nuts?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. We have uh gotten just, and, and also Jared. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you got me. You know, with that not giving you crap about your hip thing. But you know, mm-hmm. fool me once. <laughs> can't Shame can't on you. Fool me. Yeah, th- fool me twice. can fool me again. Don't try
1: to fool me a second time.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't work. No, no, no. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh see. my goodness. Come- What's up? What's up?
1: I forgot about a live show. So, all right, well, whatever. I bought this book to see if this is an '80s like junior romance book. I bought this at Goodwill today to see if if there's a market for it on eBay. Right? Are there people who are recollecting their childhood? And and I just popped it open. I was like, "What is in the middle of this?" It's a bookmark. Now the book. Remember, this is an '80s book. So I'll give you three guesses as to who is on the the bookmark. Mister T. You gotta remember this is this is a kind of. I don't want to be stereotypical. Like oh, a book, you know,
0: uh, um, like a heartthrob. Am, am I guessing? <laughs> still,
1: he's still popular this day. More popular now than he was back then.
0: Ah, uh, Jason Bateman.
1: Oh, that's a good guess, but no.
0: Oh, anybody Correct. in the
1: chat? Kathy guessed Michael J. Fox. Good guess, but no. I don't want to take it too much time on the show.
0: Fabio, okay. good guess, but no. Johnny Depp. It's Johnny Depp from 20. This bookmark is probably worth more than that book <laughs> Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> it's Johnny legit, Depp. The bookmark is from
0: 1988. Man. Mm. Anyway, back to New
1: Orleans. <laughs> that was <laughs> now a sidetrack and a half right
0: there. That's okay. The, the song, this is a tale of Captain Jack Sparrow, is now in my head. So uh, hey. Anyway... <laughs> come out to play as a chronicling of the 1990 series, The New Warriors. The first volume of New Warriors ran 75 issues. Jared and I will cover all this first volume as I rediscover my love for the series, help Jared find his, and we share that love with our listening audience. Grab your skateboards and bucket helmets, ch- trunk guns, whatever the heck you want to call. Well, not the bucket helmets, the, the nightstick. You know what? Let's play. Let's- <laughs> you know what? We're going to not even pretend anymore. let's let's do that all right we are gonna talk today about new warriors issue 20 and once again cover credits go to mark bagley and larry malstead and jared is going to talk about it once he brings it up and i slide over all right sir
1: all i want is the looking at the cover
0: there we go All right, so yes, we're going to talk about the
1: new Warriors cover. For those of you who are doing this audio only, the new Warriors logo is in black and white with kind of a darker teal highlight around it. The corner box is in orange, and it's got the floating heads of everybody on the team, to include silhouette, by the way. This is number 20. Its cover price is $1.25, and the main action has uh, a very aggressive but slightly scared at his own aggression, perhaps, looking Marvel boy who is hovering over a possibly deceased. <laughs> His father has obviously uh, just taken the brunt of Marvel Boy's powers. His mother is looking up at him, uh, terrified as she cradles the body of the father. Uh, in the cover blurb says, son versus father, the fury of Marvel Boy. It is very um powerful, and it's kind of a, uh-oh, did we go too far kind of moment cover. And that's what I'm going to leave it at.
0: There's also a uh, blurb right above or up upper left of the New Warriors logo that says the most shocking story you will read this year. Mm -hmm. I can talk. I can talk about it. You, You normally talk about it first. I will talk about it. And it's interesting. I mean, one year and eight months into the New Warriors book, you don't have to have every uh, character on the cover anymore, but here we got Marvel Boy, and Marvel Boy is looking like a bird of prey, isn't he? Like, I mean, uh-uh. is it, ah, ah, his hands are out, I got the cake going, like, you know, his telekinetic powers are, like, enveloping him, and he is looking angry, and like, Mom is looking terrified, and Dad is not really looking like much at all. Um, Yeah, I, there, there's some stuff going on at least where you're like oh oh okay what in the heck happened why is marvel boy looking like he just did something very bad to what looks like a very ordinary dude so that's Mm. what i think about it i think it's interesting what do you think Mm -hmm. it's it's uh it's
1: very colorful maybe too colorful um, The colors are kind of all over the place you got sort of the pink energy around Marvel Boy You've got the yellow background cover You've got the teal highlights on the letters You've got the orange corner box You've got mom in a green shirt Dad's got a red and blue tie There's red and yellow uh, Blurb boxes like, I, I feel like the, the color wheel Just like like somebody Just like took the color wheel, put it in a blender Mixed it up with some alcohol Took a shot, vomited it up <laughs> And there you go Um, but it's not awful. Like this, it's a little too busy for me color wise, but it's not awful now to the art itself. uh, I think the best part of it is the expression that Bagley and Malstead were able to capture uh, on Marvel boy, because it is one of anger and aggression with a little bit of fear in it as well. It's a it's a perfect expression for the moment.
0: Uh so yeah, what you said plus those thoughts. And we got a couple of cool thoughts from the listening audience, by the way. Uh we had Trey Black who came in asked did he miss anything? Yeah you did Trey you missed <laughs> you missed like just super uh stimulating banter from, from Jared and me. You miss you miss Johnny Depp. You you missed me singing uh, a little bit of The Lonely Island. Also uh and more to the point, of New Actual. Warriors. <laughs> yeah, it is. We we throw a lot in, you know, at this hour, Jared. Uh, Scott O'Neill, welcome. My friend says, nope, the color change in Marvel Boys power signature, uh, to which New Warriors talk was giving him kudos for noticing that. And I'm giving my entire listening audience kudos for noticing stuff like that, because, you know, sometimes I don't be noticing stuff. And they do be noticing stuff, and I appreciate that. So, that is cool. And um, Scott also mentioned that he would love to see Derek Robertson, Derek Robertson's version of this cover, lost bags with Derek Robertson as the king of emota faces. You have not been introduced to Derek Robertson yet, Jared. So maybe you might maybe file open. that for, starting
1: center for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh,
0: that is David Robinson.
1: Oh,
0: right. <laughs> About. <laughs> 30 years ago oh, <laughs> yeah. yes, well, yes. Did
1: i mention i have a giant... <laughs> <first of> <laughs> all right i uh, know i have not met mr uh robertson as far as i'm concerned currently kevin mcguire from justice league international is the king of facial expressions but i will i will hold out judgment and we'll find out
0: yeah um in the not too distant future, you're going to be meeting Mister Robertson, as you may have gotten a hint of in the uh, penciling and what's going on in the book. But we're, we're we're about to get to that. We're about to get to that. Yeah, um, that. You, you kind of did, and and once no. you know you read the cover credits uh, no. for the issue, you'll no. you'll get a little bit more. In any event, we should probably rate the book right one to ten is how we rate it. Here are new warriors. Uh, just like the tech specs of old. No, wait, that's Transformers Chronicles. That's that's not this one. Getting my hosting duties mixed up. One to ten. And uh, what would you rate this book? Or excuse me, not book. The cover, one to ten.
1: Hmm. Let me get the banner out of the way. The full picture here. Uh, it's got kind of good emotion. I like the energy. Not so big on the color. Seven. It's a seven for me. I
0: like it. It's fine. Seven. <clears throat> I'm giving it one more, giving it an eight, uh, because I like the emotion. I like that it was it was important, and you know it it is important in a team book if they're they're highlighting the actions of one member of the team, and that's what they did here. And as we we're about to discuss, there there was reasons to highlight the actions of Marvel Boy for absolute sh- uh, for absolute certain. Courtney, she did this earlier, but Courtney Holland, uh, we have not officially said hello to her on the show. Welcome, Courtney. Uh, She gave it a 10 and a comic fall said it's a strong eight. Marvel boy rules. The rest is okay. Uh, Marvel boy does rule. I actually wish they did more Marvel boy in present day uh, Marvel comics. I mean, he's Marvel boy. It's in the time. Well, you know what? It didn't stay Marvel boy, but we haven't gotten to that either. I'm just spoiling everything here. Um, yeah. It's Marvel indeed. Man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we just rated the book. I let Jared recover from his laughter. And then he's going to read the credits for the issue.
1: Uh, yes, indeed, I am.
0: Eventually. There.
1: There's the for. Don't worry, packing can truncate silence. Here we go. <laughs> the credits for this issue are as follows. This is New Warriors issue number 20. It's on sale date was January 2nd, 1992. Its cover date was February of 1992. Cover price $1. The story is Fabian Nicieza. The pencils are Mark Bagley. He was credited with breakdowns. Inks are Larry Malstead and Hudson. 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 All right. um, sure. All right. Colors are Joe... Rosas and letters are Joe Rosen. <laughs> really mm-hmm. messing with me on this one. I see. And the editor is Danny Fingerow. Thanks to a Mike's amazing world. So how did I? How did I do?
0: <laughs> you, you did okay. You know, I, right. I trust. I trust you on the difficulties there because um, your last name is Albright, not Samson. Love you, Pat. <laughs> you know, but, but we all know our boy Pat can't read. Uh, and as a few more ratings, <clears throat> New Warriors talk says eight feels right. Emotional eye-catching cover, especially for regular readers, but comments about the colors are a great point. Um, Kathy, uh, MVP, says an eight. I love the wingspan position of Marvel Boy. And Scott says I will go with the nine. I love how it's framed as if we were outside the house as the scene bursts through the wall, looking at the angles of the broken wood at the top and bottom of the cover. And I will read the synopsis. The title of this book is The Breaking Point. Things happened. Who do we start with? Namorita. She wasn't in the book. That was easy. (laughs) Marvel Boy. Marvel Boy? Man. Recovering from injuries, Uh, he was at home and when his dad put hands on him again, Marvel Boy finally snapped and with a telekinetic burst, put his dad through a wall and into a hospital in critical condition. And when Vance went to visit his dad, he was arrested for assault. That leaves the rest of the warriors manipulated by Gideon already led them to Tokyo, which led them to Mariko Yashida, wh- who led them to the Tatsuo clan smuggling heroin. Pat Samson would not be happy. Tatsuo gives Night Thrasher an opportunity. He'll tell Dwayne everything he needs to know, but he and the warriors walk away. Dwayne says yes. Warriors say no. Dwayne said no more Warriors and oh yeah, Ty. She kills Cord's ex-wife, Miami, who is her daughter. And Cord and Miami have two kids who are in Chinatown. Who could they be? Alrighty, discussion time. Jared's gonna bring up some panels and stuff from the book. We are going to make discussion about those panels, and Jared is going to start.
1: who? All right. Panel, all right, sir. I give you page something for this page here. Yeah, I give you <laughs> okay. Why did I pick it? Let me get this uh, once you get this banner out of the way so we can see it better. Okay, so this is the page where basically they have gone to Japan and they have done a little battling uh against some red ninjas and they talked to Muriko uh, Mar- Muriko Muriko. I'll get it eventually gives them the uh, rundown basically. Like, hey, Hey, if you uh, help me out with my <laughs> competition over here, you can, you can clearly tell she's sort of setting them up to help her out to clear out some competition, You're kind of using the new warriors, but that's kind of how the story starts. So that's where I wanted to begin your thoughts.
0: Well, the thing upon it, I'm glad I had the chance to read this book twice. Like, because I thought that uh, uh Mariko, and it's kind of like, you know, like, some people say Merica is Mariko, right? Sure. Or is it Moriko? It's Mariko. one of those. We are, we are not Japanese aficionados, people, so we apologize for that. Definitely not trying to make any fun of that part of, of this name at all. Uh, so forgive us if we uh, mispronounce. But uh, Mariko, uh, she was relatively transparent. She's like, yep, uh I'm going to direct you to my enemy there, the Tatsuo clan. And uh, oh, yeah, they'd they be smuggling heroin. So <laughs> get on that new warrior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get it. And, and so I give her credit for that. At least she wasn't completely trying to fool them. So but she did kind of it was a bait and switch because it's like, I'll tell you what you need to know. But first. You you, you got to do this thing, and you might be incentivized to do this thing because they're smuggling heroin, and as we know, you you never smuggle heroin. That's just some, that's just bad. So Mm-mm. yeah, so yeah, that's that's where I am on at least to this point of the story. Um, and I also thought, as anyone with a little bit of Marvel history would know, uh, Mariko would be um a long time. Love Paramore of Wolverine. Okay, you you got that? You at least yeah. know that much about X. Yeah yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, cool.
1: Yeah, cool, I've read cool. like a fair amount of Wolverine, like his, um, you know, miniseries and uh, series. This, this is, I
0: read a lot of, I've, I've read some Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very, very quickly, a few people to include com- Comic Flo says that the Hudson, uh, where it was Don Hudson. Which I wondered because when I went to Mike's Amazing World, Mike's Amazing World, amazing site. Definitely not casting any, any shade on those. Um, but I was glad I had the book beside me because they made no mention of Hudson as well at, at all. It said it was another Bagley Molstead production. Uh, but I looked in the book and it said for the finishes, it was Molstead and Hudson. And I'm like, who the heck is Hudson? Now, why the heck wouldn't they give him credit for that in, in like, the you know, first and last name since he is new to the book? Uh, to me, that was just like a small slip up by uh, the editorial team there. So um, that's it. Keep going, Jerry. All right, I'll bring up the next page, uh,
1: which is the big tie to Cord's ex wife kills her. Mm. Talking mm. about daughters and sons, and I'm pretty sure I figured that one out already. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah well i mean do share if you if you figured it out my friend you have some details your, your favorite superhero of all time is batman
1: mm-hmm.
0: like long time ago when you would come up with nicknames for people within yahoo accounts i put your name as batman mm-hmm. and so i mean if you have some theories as to what is going on here please
1: share. yeah i i I feel like Cord's k- kids with, what's this lady's name again? Miami? Yes. Uh, are likely to be uh, Silhouette and Midnight's Fire.
0: Midnight's Fire and Silhouette. That's right. Midnight's thinking. fire, by the way, is a secret technique in jujitsu that we don't really talk about. Ah, uh, I, I, there was a, a new
1: spice that I got uh, when I was shopping the other day. I tried it <laughs> off the spice rack. I tried some midnight's fire. It goes well with steak. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we have an endless supply of these. <laughs> we better as long as as long as the name Midnight's Fire keeps coming up, I got to keep coming up with things. <laughs> Midnight's Fire might be in the real world. So, um, no one who knows the answer in the comments say anything. uh, But I will say that that is a very interesting guess, Jared. Um, Mm -hmm. And one heck of a revelation. And also, Ty got calls? Like she just, and then, and then Ty, regardless of who the son and daughter are here, or the twins, or whatever, the two kids, she got claws, and she killed her own daughter. Like you faked your death. You should have stayed dead. Whack whack whack! Like, what's going on there? And there is a lot going on there. Like, and I mean, there's a couple of things about this scene. Again, I'm glad I got to read this twice. Like Ty comes in to this restaurant in Chinatown, and everybody books out of there like nope Mm. (laughs) no sir no ma'am I want none of this and they left like didn't no one tried to attack her no one tried to fight her and then all of a sudden it was just Ty alone with a woman who apparently is her daughter Mm. a lot of levels going on here (laughs) yes and while you are Ruminating on that new warriors talk says love the creepiness of the scene felt kind of claustrophobic the way Ty was cornering her. Yeah. I also got the feeling um, warriors talk that maybe like, like Miami never, she didn't try to escape, not once. And like with all the smoke that came around, it kind of just felt like maybe that Miami was just transfixed there, you know? Mm. So Oh, uh, we we got we got some uh, more background on um, the name uh, America, by the way. Linkovich chimed in and said, I heard a Chris Claremont interview last night. Actually, he pronounces uh, America like you are. But then Scott O'Neill says it would probably be Mariko three years of Japanese undergrad and I only remember how to curse. The, the curse words are the important things to learn in any language, uh, Scott. So uh, I, I would say the jury's still kind of out on that. Uh, we we will remain in somewhat clouded ignorance, as you will, for at least another episode or issue or two about... Oh, I'm going to stay identity. clouded ignorance longer than that. <laughs> if we're talking about just new warriors... Then just I'm, new warriors. Ah. Yes. Like like most, most of your... Uh, ignorance of new warriors will be revealed in the common months. Okay. Uh, like, those, but, are the, those are
1: my best guesses because I'm like, there's not really any other characters who fit it. But then that begs a lot of questions. Like, so basically, cord has been running this team with his mother-in-law and he's been hanging out with this team that has his own daughter on it that never came up. Like, questions, man. Questions.
0: Mm-hmm. Definite questions. There is... No doubt about it that questions are being asked. Seeds are being laid. Some maybe. So we will mm. see what fruit develops of it. We okay. should move on. I, I, I like your guess. I think you have a very, very good guess. Okay.
1: All let right. right. Let's, let's do this then. All right. As the cover proclaimed, let's get to the part of the story where Marvel Boy lights up his papa. Well, in fairness, you know, I kind of pick one page to represent a scene. So is this fair to point out to everybody right before this, uh, Papa hit, hit him, hit Marvel boy with a right cross mm-hmm. that literally sent him flying across the room. So, uh, this is the retaliation to that and Marvel boy, uh, unleashing maybe a bit too much, uh, up for debate over to you. do
0: I want to know what you think first. I'll
1: tell you, know, I'm gonna tell you what I think. What do you think? What do I think? Um, think? Okay. I do think that Marvel boy overreacted. I think that he did unleash too much emotion. I mean, Papa's a turd, right? He, he, he deserves a comeuppance, but I don't know. I guess to me, it's like, uh, it's kind of like, a almost an imbalance. Cause he's a super powered being that he, you know, with that great power comes some sort of, let's say responsibility. <laughs> You know, yeah. and that yeah. and that I could I, I think he'd be better served to use his 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 power with his his father defensively. Uh, but this was an emotional breaking point. So I get why it needs to happen. It's going to lead to some really cool story things. But personally, do I think he went too far? Yes. Did dad already go too far? Yes. But as we all know, in the real world, too far plus too far is just equals too far there's there's no it's a cycle of violence is what it is so that's my initial thoughts
0: (sighs) man looking at well let's just speak story-wise how this was constructed we know that there was a history of domestic violence in the astrovic home and there was one time before where his dad was basically like all right about to put hands on you and marvel boy you know, stopped him like relatively peacefully. Was like, you will never put your hands on me again, dude. Like that ain't how this is gonna shake out. Like, no. Then the Terax thing happened, to where Marvel Boy took quite a thumping. And then the Gideon thing happened, where Gideon did some unspeakable stuff to the dude. I mean, pushed his tooth through his lip, just warped his nose, just completely. I mean, just toyed with him with his telekinetic powers. So he's already gotten beaten up, has to come back to this home. Then his dad uh, puts his hands like, I mean, act, his dad didn't even wait. His dad didn't even wait to see whether or not like what he had done because his mom had kind of did a cover for him. So like he got hurt in a motorcycle accident and his dad didn't even wait to see what the explanation was. He just hit his son. He just decked him. And then like, a kind of subtle thing is like his right arm is in a sling, which I've never had a broken arm like that. Have you broken your arm or anything like that before? I broke my arm skateboarding once when I was in eighth grade. Could you imagine somebody breaking your arm where it needs to set as, like, still as much as possible? His dad pulled on his arm, his broken arm. Like, so that, like, plus the past, plus the recent history that just happened in the comic book, and it looked like Vance just snapped hmm. No, it's all under. And, and when a telekinetic <laughs> snaps, uh, I guess some bad things can happen. And man, whew, all I can say, I'll say this. I, I have no reason to hold back uh, anything as far as my opinion. So I'm going to kind of sum it up like, you know, Chris Rock did in one of his comedy specials. Like, I'm not saying what Vance did was right. But I understand. <laughs> but I understand like
1: no that's a perfect explanation for how i feel about it as well
0: yeah i mean but i tell you what when the cover of a book says the most shocking story you will read all year can you imagine opening this book like for the first time and say well i well well, this was your first read of this issue right ever It was what did you think about it being like this is like your first read of it
1: i uh, I feel like it was, you know, a well-built moment, well-story told. I think I had a, a little bit of uh dash of spoiler because we covered New Warriors at a crusade and I want to say Vance was on trial for this when
0: we covered it. That's them. correct. And
1: That's so I correct. had a bit like I kind of knew it was coming, so I guess it didn't have as much impact with me, but I mean still story-wise, beat-wise, panel-wise, we've talked about the making of comics before and they did it right, right? They built they built up to the moment uh, for those of you who are watching live, I'm holding up the page before, and you literally have to turn the page to get the reveal of what happens next. And I know I I do this on every episode, and so I guess some people like it. But the art of making comics, the physical printing, you have to think about that. You don't want those two pages to be. I don't want to hurt my comic here, but like side, you get what I'm saying. You don't. Want I do. Those two pages to be side by side on a on, together because your your brain's going to peak and subconsciously know what's coming next. So it's perfect storytelling that you have to turn the page and it's, I don't know if this was planned or if it's just a bonus, but you turn the page and there's an ad on the page to the left and then there's the reveal. So you almost get, as you're reading it, as you turn the page, you get that immediate effect reveal. Mm. You don't even have to look over to the other side. It's just like, pow. And so from a comic physical printing layout thinking about how the story's going to gonna play turn by turn it's brilliant
0: yeah and then there's the verbal abuse too where he's like you know who's gonna pay for this he's like well it's already paid for oh they're gonna pay for it you don't think I'm good enough and it's just like oh my god
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, you know, I have certain people, uh, there are people out there, unfortunately, like that, that exist. But man, I did feel, that was one thing I was like, this is very heavy-handed. Like, like Fabian wants us to be very, very clear that this guy has no redeemable characteristics. <laughs> He's just like pushing. Now, I can't remember, did he, uh, did the Pops ever hit the mom in the previous
0: yep. issues? Okay, um, if if he hasn't in the Warriors, it was heavily implied that he has also put hands on his wife and he had no issues shoving his wife aside to attack his son. Just saying that sentence doesn't sound mm, right. Yeah. But, but yeah. That,
1: that might yeah. be the only thing I would have done to make Vance slightly more sympathetic is if I was to rewrite it, I might have had him hit the mom and that would be what made him snap. But that's a minor picadillo.
0: Yep. 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 So that was heavy <laughs> yeah i actually i actually had thoughts about like well, how in the heck are we going to discuss this on the on the show but i mean like anything we should discuss it honestly and leave it up to the audience to decide what it is they want to do with it and i don't think we have crossed any lines or anything like that but well, there's some yeah. good discussion going on as well like i mean uh, Actually, too lengthy to read, but there's a discussion about this going on in the panel be- or, or in the comments because people have you know things to say about this. This was controversial. I mean, absolutely, where I mean domestic violence is just in the biggest no-dust statement of all time. It's just simply not fun. Like, this is is not anything that you're generally going to see in a comic book. Uh, but like it kind of just shows that this, this is a trailblazing book in the way that it was discussed. It, they didn't really sugarcoat any of it. Um, and I think that it was nuanced enough that you could understand kind of the pain and angst from all sides, uh, from Vance to the mom, <sighs> somewhat to the dad, As well, of just wishing that he had a quote unquote normal son. Um, so man, not easy for sure, but yeah. Uh, comment from uh, Kathy just mentions this show and book is a good example for people to see that comics are more than just comics all day, every day. Every day, (laughs)
1: all right. I can show you select comic issues that have made me cry before, (laughs) but yep, yep, that's uh. Tough topic, a real topic. Uh, yeah, I remember my, my. Unfortunately, my dad was uh, abused by his dad. My grandfather was a bit of an alcoholic and abuser, and but it, luckily, my dad broke the cycle of violence. And and to, I, I know it's depressing, but i would have to put a little bit of a, a a light touch to it. Whenever my dad would really really get mad at me when I was a kid, he would he would literally sit on his hands, and he straight up tell me the reason I'm sitting on my hands is because all I learned from my father on how to fix this. I'm stopping myself from doing that right now, which is dark in one way, but in another way, when I saw my dad literally sitting on his own hands, I was like, "Oh no, no!"
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Uh, I, you know, the good part of that story is the cycle can be broken.
0: That's true, and uh, yeah, he, he. That's why I'm your friend, by the way. I, I, I should have choked you a lot more when. We- <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was so dark and sad. Oh my god. Maybe tickle, Jared. Maybe tickle. Let's get a new, let's get a less depressing dip, shall we? Uh, Let's do that.
1: All right. I picked this page just because it's high energy and it's pretty cool. For those of you who are listening, this is page, you know, something from the book, but it introduces the cyber samurai. I gotta imagine this is their first appearance. Maybe I'm wrong, but it is if you've never seen it, if you're just listening to audio only and you imagine what the cyber samurai would look like circa 1991. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You got it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what They look like. they all, they all wore these very high tech gold suits. They're all, they all have a samurai look about them. I thought they were kind of neat uh, villains. So we've moved into the part of the story where they've gone to destroy the heroin, which is approved by Pat. Cause he's no heroin. Um, they've gone to do that. And, uh, again i was a tatsuo i think it was tatsuo's uh yes. these guys work for tatsuo so basically these guys have shown up to try to stop the new warriors from stopping them uh from selling heroin i liked it artistically i thought it had good energy cyber samurai man that's that's very early
0: 90s and a heck of a lot of fun and their names by the way were up oh. New Warriors Talk says they actually debuted in X Factor. I did not know that. So, <laughs> you win. You win, New Warriors Talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got nothing Yes, on sir. That. And their their names are Electrics, Diode, Vibrato, and Fuse, which like, like seems like they'll be named. What, are you gonna, what, what am I going to say?
1: I bet I know which one's most popular with the ladies. <laughs>
0: And with that, we mm-hmm. won't even name him. we will
1: just let you figure <laughs> <Pick>
0: that out. <sighs> we, just going to watch we, our viewer numbers drop here. <laughs> we've gone from dark to perverted. Welcome uh, to, to New Warriors <laughs> podcast. We we, we we take you all over the emoti- roller coaster, emotional spectrum. Right. I was going to say it, it, it could be a name for something, a group called like Electric Boys to Men, perhaps. Oh, uh, yeah, that's but yeah, 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 yeah. You know, fifth member of Midnight's Fire. Midnight. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah, um, Cyber Samurai attacked, and I do like the look of them. By the <laughs> way, there was, and, um, I should have pinned the comment. Someone made, uh, the note that it was almost like that Mark Bagley must have had very, very tight breakdowns because it was very hard to tell, um, where Malstead. Did the finishes and where Hudson did the finishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looking through it twice, I could tell this is one of those pages, or at least a couple of the panels, like uh, the Firestar panel. That is not Malstead. That is definitely someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, because at this point, like you know, Malstead and Bagley just have this. You know, they're like peanut butter and jelly, and then Hudson came in and it's like. You know, it was peanut butter and you know, like maybe preserves, right? Like nothing wrong with it. Peanut butter preserves pretty tasty too, but you taste is like there's there's a there's a little bit of raw fruit that's going on there. It's just it's just (laughs) different. So like that that's what I see there. Like there was there's definitely just a little bit of difference, but I do think that they gave they gave it a game effort, and I like that it was just two. So Malstead did what he could and. Moving forward, I could see what they were doing uh, because it's not too much of a giveaway to say that uh, New Orleans 25 is going to be a double sized issue. And that was entirely penciled uh, by Mark Bagley, entirely uh, inked by Malstead, I believe. So, I mean, that was that took time. So I think they were kind of just cutting in, you know, like doing what they could on this book and just trying to get ahead for that magnum opus of a the, of the book which is 25, which we're working towards of course. Comic foil actually booed these guys by the way <laughs> he <laughs> generic, booed the Cyber Simmer right? <laughs> generic all yellow gold armor bad guys and forgettable names I, I, I mean that almost <laughs> encapsulates the entire 90s <laughs> oh, come on man <laughs> <sighs> have some fun with it, my dude. Yeah. Um, but I do see what you're saying, but I, I kind of like the look of them and I actually like how the new warriors work together as a team to uh, dispatch of them. Like all of them, you know, use their power sets to the max uh, to take care of these foes relatively easily. And I did like how that was a good development as a team. Uh, so let's see, let's get to a few comments. Auburn Elvis. We just talked about it. We, you said, just got here. Who are the four gold weirdos? We, we talked about them. Um, and Jared, let's see. Jason, Delvin, and Pat is the correct answer to that. That's right. <laughs> the hardest <laughs> boy band in the world, baby. And Scott said, I love the first panel on this page. Bagley could easily just have Thrash pick up a bag of drugs. That panel is so much more dynamic. Um, and Linkovich jokes that Bagley was probably mentally checking out and thinking about Amazing Spider-Man, how dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> it's especially because, you know, Spidey is my number one dude. Absolutely. And um, sure enough, this was right around this time. I think he had already guest penciled on Amazing Spider-Man uh, and did a book uh, with the boomerang. I think it's Amazing Spidey 345, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he did some guest pencils. But at the time, Eric Larson was still the main guy in the book. But Mark Bagley did take his place on Amazing Spidey.
1: Anyway,
0: uh, you got another panel? Or another, I do uh, a
1: quick aside, though, before we move on, because uh, of what Scott said about how um, Bagley adds a certain extra dynamic energy instead of picking up the bag of heroin. He's crushing it and it's popping. Um, there's a really great team shot that, I, that didn't make the cut of my panels in there earlier, of them around the crates. And what I really like about it is – If you really study that one panel, every pose is indicative of the personality of that character. Silhouette is off the side and half hidden. Nova is standing like Superman. Firestar is, well, let's be honest, hand on hip, leg up, looks sexy. She
0: is. But sexy, but a little bit demure.
1: Yeah. And yes, definitely. And Speedball, looking very sort of casual as he is. And look at Night Thrasher. He's the the golden, my favorite one of them. Crouched down, total you know, like a, like a cat, like a jungle cat about to strike every pose indicative of something about that character. I thought that
0: was anyway. Yep. And, and of course, that's, I, I I'm one of them, by the way, Jared, I love when you go into the craft a little bit, because uh, as of yet, I have not ever had any hand in any comic books whatsoever. So it's interesting to get the perspective of someone who has, Uh, we have uh, Seth Elmore who has come on uh, and he is on the new Warriors chat. Uh, also on Facebook, and just said he actually made it during the live. A little late, but glad to hey, be here. We I are glad it. to have you, dude. Thank yeah, you so much for showing up. And Vance you said you have one more panel. One more panel slash.
1: try to do good now. I got a new person here who expects results. Uh, we have two more pages. Two more pages. All right, we've got sort of the aftermath of the big battle with, as you mentioned in the summary, Vance showing up at the hospital and promptly being arrested for assault. So. Ah, the plot Mm. thickens. I mean, certainly there's a self-defense defense uh, defense here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it makes for some great comic storytelling, does it not?
0: It does. And I will say, and not even, you know, because we're drawing short on time or whatever, that this is going to be discussed further uh, in in the coming months uh, for New Warriors. That I mean, clearly this is not something that's going to go away after this issue. There's simply no way, uh, and it it's definitely is an interesting point because you know like Vance was like, well, what am I getting arrested for? And he's like, well, assault. And it's like, whew, like, is it assault? I don't know. Like, and and we don't have to have that debate now. We simply don't. But I mean, like, it could it be a crime of passion? Could he have described everything that he had been going through up until that point, and then mentioned that his dad had been hitting him and like being abusive? I'm not sure, but it's one heck of an emotional scene um, to where like, you know, the mom, like had no choice but to say, yes, he is my son. And like, and clearly there had been a conversation with the uh, local authorities off panel about what had transpired. So man, oh man, it looks like there's going to be some drama coming up for uh, Vance Astrovic and not even drama involving his uniform, his his superhero Mm -hmm. uniform. Just looks like just slice of life. So, yeah. Um, Scott mentions that. Pretty sure this page is the other anchor. Doesn't look as crisp as bags. Mall set usually does. Yep, it's one of those. I agree. I agree, Scott. Like, there's one of those. Like, if maybe the bottom right panel, because that's the thing that really worked with this fuse. I think that some of those panels and pages that maybe bags Mallset set did, and like, and who knows? I have no idea. How the craft of a book works. Whether a inker comes behind and just inks like one page methodically, you could answer that, Jared. Like if you have like let's say a twenty-two page book, do you start at page one and go all the way methodically through to page twenty-two, or do you do one and it's like eh, I don't want to do this, and then you go to page eighteen and ink on that a bit, or what?
1: As an inker who has inked literally four books. <laughs> Um, I will tell you, I go, you know, me, I got OCD. I go one, two, three, four, blah, blah, blah. Um, I do know though, uh, you know, being, being, I don't want to name drop or anything, but being good friends with the legendary John Beatty that, uh, some inkers will hop around because let's say you got a book and it's 22 pages and eight of them are really tech heavy. You know how everyone feels about inking tech it sucks. Um, so you might do a tech page and then skip to something to kind of give your, bring a little rest from the tech and then come back. So it's inker's choice. That's the short answer. Inker's choice. It de- depends on personality. Okay. Um, so they, uh-huh. that's probably what they did. They, they probably, you know, if I had to guess what they probably did is they probably had these uh, loose to tight pencils from Mark and they probably sat down and said, okay, well I'll take this one, this one that like, it wouldn't surprise me if they broke it down by scene. Like I'll take all the, the Vant stuff. I'll take all the stuff at the docks, you know, that, probably how it happened. Can't say for sure though. Uh, But that's my best guess.
0: Nice. New Warriors talk brought up a very, very good point that I didn't think about. He's like, also there goes his secret identity. Like that's, that's, True, and then like like, but if I had to make a joke of it, and of course I do, is like when he told like his real name, you know, to old girl in the hospital, you know, who named son after him. She, you know, she went told everybody, like Mm. you know, Marvel Boy. He's such a handsome young lad. His his name's Vance. You know, he (laughs) saved my baby's life, and that's why I got this. But you you know you know she did. So the secret was. It was already out the bag. It was coming Thank out. Thank God, bag there anyway. was
1: no Instagram
0: back then. <laughs> 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 that, that would have been a secret. Would have been out eight seconds later. Absolutely, I tell you what. Uh, that's one of the things I am actually enjoying more about modern day comics. Is very, very, very few superheroes have a secret identity to everyone. Why? Because uh, well, it's kind of tropey. You don't really need it as much anymore. Like I like that in like that Superman came out a year or two ago, or whatever. Was like, oh yeah, my name's Clark Kent. I've been here for a while now. Uh, you knew that happened, right? Did you know that? I didn't know, but I'll, he, I believe you. He did. He did. And t- amongst people of the Justice League. Batman has come out and was like, yeah, I'm Bruce Wayne, <laughs> which I mean, if you're anybody who's fought alongside him longer than like eight minutes, you you have to realize. All right, oh, he home just home. told the league. He, ex- he, he is the league. Yeah, basically the league knows.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like he went full public like Iron Man. I was like, wow, that's very. No, cool. <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no. Did he, Clark he
1: come it. full public or just to the league? Clark full did, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I've always loved, I know this isn't Superman cast, but I've always loved his, his secret identity because most people just don't think Superman, like, would have a secret identity. Like, they just think he's Superman 24-7. I think that's one of the best secret identities to have.
0: <laughs> oh, it's true. And and now I remember back in the day, and I'm just totally off topic, but back in the day, I remember it was like, ah, him putting on glasses, that's so, that's so dumb. That would never work. Yes, it would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As we learned from sir roger moore when he
1: was filming i think it was octopussy they were also filming su- one of the superman movies and mm-hmm. uh i may be off anyway they were filming a bond movie at the same time and roger moore said they used to watch him christopher reeve come into the the commissary for lunch and when he comes come in superman they go "Oh, hey chris what's up chris oh Christopher chris when he'd come into the clark kit nobody would say nobody would hey, no. <laughs> Like so he's like, so I think that's a, that disguise might actually work,
0: <laughs> it, it, it actually could. So, anyway, yes, Vance, uh, looks like uh, his um, superhero identity is going to be exposed out to the public, which and kind of inauspicious way for it to happen, but you know, sometimes you got to race. <laughs> one one, one, one
1: more. more panel, one more panel, and I got, I got to bring up one thing. Of course, it's the last panel, it is. Uh, you know, the, the New Warriors have now had this big debate, you know, do we do we take time to stop the heroin trade or is it just a drop in the bucket? We got bigger fish to fry. I think is basically the question. I, I read this a couple of weeks ago, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was sort of the basic balance question they had here. And I think it was uh, Night Thrasher who was like. Yeah, actually, we're going to let this go because it's just a drop in the bucket. We've got bigger things to do. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. read this a couple weeks ago. You're basically of, on and it. And then the team was split. They're like, no, no, we got to do something about this heroin thing. And he's like, no, we, we don't. And it kind of turned to Nova, who, even though he's sort of young and brash, he is the senior statesman of the team. He's been in the game longer than anybody. Like, what do you think? And he's like, I'm actually with Thrash on this. So, it ends with this very dramatic, I don't know. You guys are going to question me, whatever I'm, I'm, shutting the whole thing down, but I think more interestingly enough, we have this, you know, moral quandary where I see both sides of it and it's kind of tearing the team apart. Um, some of the more I'd say uh, youthful and idealistic members uh, are, are looking at uh, maybe the small picture. Uh, you got night threshers a little more strategic. You got Nova. Who's a little more worldly who are looking at a bigger picture uh, but, I'm, you know, neither one's wrong. So it it leads uh, to an interesting, very, you know, soap opera-y thing that uh, often happens in comics, which is fun to read.
0: Yeah. It was the final vote. It was kind of unchanged. Where Speedy, uh, Firestar, Silhouette, they were like, no, we've got to take down this heroin thing and put an end to it once overall. and for all. and Night Thrasher, were like, this is not our business. And then even once Firestar destroyed the heroin. It's like, okay, heroin's out of the way here. So what are we going to do now? It was like, like the girls plus uh, Speedball were like, my opinion hasn't changed. And Nova and Night Threats like, my opinion hadn't either. So they are like, well, so we've got to take them out. And Night Thrasher was like, uh-uh, F that. <laughs> we done. It's over, son. It just I quit. Like, which is also, by the way, a kind of emotional buildup that's happened over the past few issues i mean the warriors have been getting along together fine as a team but they have been manipulated they have been darted across the world from new york to colorado all the way to freaking japan trying to find out information uh, about like taylor foundation and more specifically about Dwayne and like this foundation that i thought was doing good things out in the world seems to be doing literally the opposite of everything that I thought my entire life is a lie. My father figure has blown his head off to keep from telling me what is going on. Who knows what the heck Ty's doing? All I, I wanna know is information to find out what's going on. And, and you guys are gonna deny me of that? I thought you were my friends. Like who, do, who the hell cares about heroin in Japan? We can't do anything about that, but you can do something to help me, right? I get what Dwayne is saying here. It's like Mm -hmm. if we wouldn't have ever flown over to Japan, we wouldn't have known anything about this heroin anyway. So why the hell are we worried about it? Man. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. that's also a sign of really good storytelling. I understand where Dwayne is coming from here and I understand why he's so mad. But at the same time, I do understand what uh, the uh, ladies plus people are saying, too.
1: Right, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, there's no real wrong side. The only thing that frustrates me in the scene, and I got to remember that we're dealing with very young people here, is no one here, with the exception of maybe Nova, again, a senior statesman, although I did see in the chat someone mentioned that name. marita has been in the game longer. She ain't here. In this, in this scene, he's sort of the senior state. He, like, he, to me, is the most emotionally intelligent of the group. Everyone else is, is, is running off of pure emotion, as Dwayne yeah. tends to do, he needs to get that under control if he wants to be. I'm slipping into leadership instructor mode. I know, but he needs to get his emotional intelligence in check because he's overreacting. Firestar uh, is is overreacting. Well, let me simplify things for you. You're not really simplifying things. You're making things more difficult because now you're you're backing everyone into their emotional corners, and everyone's fighting to show how cool they are. Um, so it's a lot of bad decision making going on right here. And the only one that seems level headed is usually the guy who's kind of hot headed, which is Nova. Nova. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh but away from that, I did see another comment. I'm sorry if I missed it. Uh, who said it? But that top right panel, the the eyes under the visor, oh man, that is some excellent, excellent artwork. So
0: yeah, yeah. My, awesome. my dude that. look, my dude look. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was, I, I I saw when I first read this the other uh, about a week ago when I was reading this I looked at that panel I was like ooh you know it's not a splashy page it's not nothing but I was like that panel ooh that is good art right there
0: from the mm-hmm. penciler to the anchor to the colorist if you look at the glare around the edge with the white the colors oh and that's the comment that I'm gonna bring up here that Scott mentions is that odd halo over Thrash Head Thrash's head I just noticed is the same color as Marvel Boy's TK really helps connect how both characters were pushed beyond their emotional limits in this issue. Uh, Very, very good point. Um, And Seth Elmore says, honestly, the entire story arc that begins here with Vance's TK assault on his father and how we gain a better understanding of his father during time and time again, I think it is very well done. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I think we've talked a lot, but Mm. we've It's it's an issue worth talking a lot about, uh, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, And the comic for one more. uh, Very good point. uh, Just says, plus the team rarely listens to thrash or follows him without question. The new Warriors have not played out the way he had imagined in his head. That's for sure. That is a very good point to me, because like from like from the entirety, he had an idea of four he got six <laughs> and he wanted them to kind of be soldiers in his war against crime. He got, you know, speedball and some wise cracking and, and them busting his chops at every opportunity. And yeah. And so at this point where he kind of needed them to fall in line and they didn't, he finally just had enough and just disbanded the team.
1: That's what, yeah. It, he's, he's very young in his leadership style. He, he tends to rely on the, I am the leader Leadership style and I know Delva could finish the sentence if I told him if you have to say I am the leader You're not the leader You're not the leader (laughs) And in this scene, I think Nova was when everybody else was being very emotional. Nova was a little more grounded Uh, but he did not take control. So anyway, I want to bring up one more thing. I know we're slightly over time But uh, because I have the uh original, uh floppy here They have the december Coolometer. I'm not gonna read the whole thing I just want to give you guys a time capture of what was cool At the time when this came out in, what was it, 91, did we say? Uh,
0: 92, early 92. 92.
1: Uh, The top coolness, and I don't know why it was so popular at the time, was Dr. Seuss, Guns and Roses, the Power Pack Holiday Special. I think they were plugging things. Mystery Science Theater 3000, which I still love to this day. Spy Magazine and Northern Exposure, for those of you who remember that TV show. So those were just some of the top things on the (laughs) cool meter in the bullpen bulletins. I wanted to take you all back in time there for a second. I still love Mystery Science Theater. Anyways, with that, I think we're done here. Let me uh and I think we're going to talk about the ultimate warrior and the ultimate warrior. If I'm not mistaken, or did I jump ahead? <laughs> you, you did not. Well, you, okay, you were good. on it. All right, so let's talk about the ultimate warrior and the ultimate warrior. So, uh, the ultimate warrior is the person we think did really, really well in this issue, and the ultimate warriors who we're all worried about, and we could. Probably just agree that that's Vance at this moment. Okay, yes. so, yeah, we'll get that one. Out of the way. We're all worried about Vance; he's in a sticky situation. Uh, so let's talk about Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Who's your
0: Warrior for this issue? Jeez, man, I don't have anybody as the Ultimate War Warrior this time. I just don't. Like, I thought the team fought well together against the Cyber Samurai, but like the entire team right now is kind of caught up in a whirlwind. Uh, so I don't really have one. Like based off of what we've kind of talked about, I will say Nova definitely had the coolest head of everyone, uh, and tried to use some ration uh, some good rationale. So I guess I'll go Nova. And I suspect you're going to agree. Yeah. Same
1: guy, same reason. Um, in a highly volatile emotional situation, he was the level head in the room. Wish he'd take a little bit more charge, but as comic foil mentioned in the chat, Nova doesn't want to be a leader. Uh, he takes so much responsibility on himself that he stands to the side and instead pushes Dwayne to be better, which is a good thing, but he also adds not always in the best way. Yeah. You got to know when to push, uh, when to not push. You got to be able to recognize when, okay, this is emotions have taken over. Uh, As I, as I mentioned in every leadership class, I have leaders have conversations, not arguments and you can't have a conversation when the emotional level is too high. So Uh, yeah, nobody brought the level down. That was not a conversation. That was, that was an argument. There was not a leader to be had there, but Nova was more of the rock. We'll see. But yeah, I'm with you. We,
0: we will see. We have a lot of drama to unfold. It really is just getting started. Uh, comic full mentions that, uh, the ultimate warrior is firestar. She took her stand for what she feels is right and burned the heroine away. Scott says Nova is the warrior. In an issue defined by a loss of emotional control, he was the most rational character. New Warriors Talk yep. says uh, Ultimate Warrior is definitely Vance, although Dwayne is a solid runner-up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. New Warriors Talk also says Jared makes great points. Oh, okay, that's about enough of that.
1: Aye, aye, we don't want to go too far. Right?
0: <laughs> it's almost like i taught this stuff for 20 years. <laughs> Complimenting Jared? What is this? Uh, <laughs> we can write the book now though. uh one to ten man i haven't even thought about what i'm going to write the book i, I had neither until <laughs> this moment yeah uh, yeah you
1: know what i'll just gonna throw it out there i i think drama all around uh it is definitely the kind of book that makes you go in and go oh my gosh what's gonna happen next uh god i can't wait to read the next issue so that's a 10 to me it's a 10 and the fact that you get a 10 without the full Bagley Malstead treatment says a lot about the story in this one. So
0: And I'm I'm with you. I I'm gonna give it a 10 too because look at how we've talked about it. Look at yeah. the emotional roller coaster that we went on in these twenty two pages of where it was like the tie moment is like, What in the world? What, oh, yeah. Wait, what? you killed your daughter I Yeah, mean, you like
1: just, it's, we spent the least amount of time on this that was
0: a blow it's just it's one blow away moment after another <laughs> yeah they and and it wasn't just we are throwing out this craziness just to throw it out it was get ready a culmination culmination of a lot of events that have gone on in the past year plus almost two years just it was, it's just very well done. And it's definitely one of those where you look back and like, man, you know, Onisieza and company, they were in their bag on this one. And and they were telling some fearless storytelling. And a lot of times when you tell those that fearless storytelling, that's, that is the majesty of having a book of lesser known characters like this is we've talked about this before is that you can get away with a lot of things. You can be bold and brave and tell a lot of cool great stories that you may not be able to tell with a Batman or a Spider-Man or a Wolverine you know so like this that's what this is like and it's it was some very very fearless storytelling and highly enjoyable a comic foil gave it a 10 also New Warriors talk with a 10 Scott with a 10 Trey Black with a 9.5 no no, no, no. so <laughs> new, so new. <laughs> There, there are no halfsies on the Long Boss Crusade Network unless musical genius Joe November is on the show, my friend. Uh, so we're going to round that up to a 10. Hey, I kind of <laughs> of the chat just jumped him. No, just... <laughs> they, the, chat, the chat is mostly well-raised, well-cultivated people. <laughs> that's that, that's like, They weren't beating them up, Jared. They just gave them some help. That, that's all it was. Yeah. Let me wrap the show up, everyone. Please come back and join us for the next episode where we discuss New Warriors 21, where we see the formation of the Folding Circle, who will have a surprising new member. Any guesses, Jared? The Folding Circle? The Folding Circle. Folding (laughs) Circle would be the group that has been forming in the background. You have the left hand. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes, yes. The the bad guys have been recruiting. The Smiling Tiger, you have um, what is it? Blood Strike, I think. The big beefy dude, mm-hmm. uh, yep. You have Midnight's Fire, um, Which a second album by Night Ranger, I'm pretty sure. I thought it was a new omelette they introduced at Danny's with ghost peppers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what question you asked me now. <laughs> the Folding Circle, that's what that's about them? The fol- that, that's the group that's been forming, and they're gonna but have one me a question member. about it. Uh, yeah, who do you oh, one think more is going to be the... Yes, one more member. Oh, uh, Let's go with um, Pretty Persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? She hasn't been around in a while. She has not been a while, around in a while. All right, if you like to hear more from us, Long Boss Crusade is in a lot of places, y'all. If you check out Apple Podcasts, most podcatchers, uh, you're going to find us. Um, websites, www.longbosscrusade.com. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, if you look up Longboss Crusade, you can find us on YouTube, which is the most likely streaming device that you saw us on. Hopefully, you uh, press the like button. Hopefully, you press the subscribe button. If you hadn't, please, please, please do so. We're looking to increase our membership. I think we're getting close to 200, which is yeah, good. We're six people away from 200, lest I look. So, you we, know, jump in. Help us out. Please do. We would love for you to tell a friend about it. We'd love for you to join our Patreon. It's only $1 a month. Email us at contact at longboxcrusade.com. We have that phone number that's scrolling across the bottom where you can leave a message about this podcast or any other podcast on the network. Uh, that is it. Uh, Jared, please tell us where you can be found.
1: Um, I can be found in lots of different places, and uh, I would never want to uh, single out anybody, but uh, Trey Black is new and he needs to subscribe to our YouTube. All right, so I can that at Yard Sale Artist. He may already be. I appreciate it if you are, buddy. I am at Yard Sale Artist on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Is all at Yard Sale Artist. If you'd like to check out my wares, art-wise and creative-wise, just go to artist.com and I would greatly appreciate it. Back to you, Pat.
0: <laughs> Thank you <laughs> Well well, Jared I'm glad you asked um, And I'm not going to sing out Anybody but uh, Seth Elmore If he wants to go ahead and become a Patreon member Or wants to add us Or subscribe to us on uh, YouTube We would not mind that as well Shout out to Pat Sampson by the way Who is also making a few comments I saw the one up there before mm-hmm, that you did mm-hmm. not approve Of heroin Pat we did see you uh, mm-hmm. And he also made a Night Ranger Comment as well so yep yeah, you you were seen, Pat, and it is important to be seen in this world. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at dee underscore ray one nine seven seven, and I think that's all we got, folks. We will see y'all next time. Uh, remember, please be a hero to someone, even if it's just to yourself. Until next time, New Warriors, come out to play. Bye. Everybody. Y'all have a good night. Have a good night, everybody. Be safe. New warriors come out to play!
1: music is provided by musical genius Joe November. Check out his SoundCloud at j o s e f l i n 99. You won't regret it.